takes a minute to do it. What's good, everybody? This is Jet Black Extreme of Zealous of Nerd Entertainment. And today with me, I have the boss of the Apex Legend Zone, Human C137. Howdy ho, how it's popping. And also with me today, we have the boss of the Pokemon Battle Zone, Spider King. Good evening, boys and girls. <laughs> All right. And today, we're going to get into some topics. Uh, we're going to get into some TV shows, some video games, some movies, and pretty much going to rip in between. Uh, first of all, let's get into some of the new anime coming out, specifically some of the anime that's coming out on Netflix. Like one anime that popped out to me in particular is how uh, Rohan from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is getting a spinoff based off the manga of Thus Boat Rohan Kijibe. Now, with Rohan, he is a pretty popular character, you know, that manga artist from part four. And I just found it interesting that he's getting his own side story. Now, um, you guys have any notes on that? I've never heard of this manga artist until now. Like yeah, I, I was just gonna say I also have not. Haven't okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm the only JoJo bro in this. One. I mean, I've seen JoJo. I like JoJo. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just haven't seen enough of it to really give enough commentary on it. I think the animation is so unique and bizarre in itself. You know, um. I think it's really interesting, and it adds a whole new, um, a whole new aspect to it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I the one thing I don't understand is how people are just passing on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, I mean, I understand people have their taste, like some things with the art or whatnot. That's just not going to appeal to everyone. I understand that, but to be honest. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is pretty underrated as a series because, like, there's, like, some very tactical battles, like, some very logical battles of wits. Like, it's just so entertaining and popping, like you pretty much said, but uh, it just kind of slept on, to be honest. Like, just to a degree. Almost like it's like um, one of those great anime that people, for some reason, it's like the um, the stone that the builder refused. Basically, it's almost like you know it's there, but it's like mm, right. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Uh, Breaking news, Apex Legends Hero revealed season eight tomorrow. Uh, stories from the Outland, good as gold. Winning in tomorrow at January 18th at 8 a.m. Pacific time to see our latest in our stories from the Outland series. Cool. So, with me being the Apex Legends zone leader, um, 
I can tell you that the hero, his name is Fuse. Mm-hmm. And his abilities are going to be similar to Bangalore's and Gibraltar's, where he basically like drops missiles into the ground. And like they're giant missiles. And you can shoot them Bruh. in the game right now and they'll explode and deal damage. Bruh, like you had me and at the same time lost me when you said pretty much a mix of Bangalore and Gibraltar because I was like, he sounds broken already. I was like, yes. what? Yes. <laughs> like, um, I'm very excited. I'm very excited, actually. Um, yeah, they they did an update just recently. Um, and I was like, there's no way, like, what's the new update for? Because they just did the event, right, for the um, the the care package takeover event with Fight Night and uh, Pathfinder and everything like that, which is cool. But they finally just did an update where in the game, um, flying around on the maps is all, um, like, You've got your supply ships and stuff, but there's an actual other ship that hasn't really been in the game before. And that's where they're introducing Fuse himself. And all throughout the map, you can hear the missiles falling. And if you go to the missiles, you can shoot them and it'll do, deal damage and like to, to enemies and to yourself. Wow. Tripping. Pretty cool. Jesus, you know what? I'm really trying to get back into Apex Legends, but with the internet connection I have at my current residence, uh, it's not happening that much. Like, I can play some rounds, but it's going to be a lot more server issues than I care to admit. So uh, hopefully when I get to a new place, uh, I will be able to have a, a lot better connection so I can go ahead and do that, uh, play a lot more. Than I like, but uh, speaking. Weren't they supposed to put it on Switch at one point? Apex Legends, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to go on the Switch. Possibly, it's definitely possible. And I know that they were supposed to be making like a mobile game as well. Um, a mobile game still like making progress and switch i don't know any information about right now because i don't have a switch personally mm. uh, I be if you don't mind me uh saying because like i have a switch myself so like i really need more of an excuse to use it uh i mean i have a uh, pokemon and uh, all that but like uh for some reason i can just never get around to play all the games i want to play but uh, speaking of Pokemon, uh, mm-hmm. with the Battle Zone, I do want to go ahead and put it out there that to everyone listening, that I am trying to do something to where we can uh, exchange Pokemon Go codes or, you know, that thing or my main thing is with uh, Sword and Shield and the supposed remake that's coming out. Uh, I'm not entirely sure on it, but we'll see. But uh, I want to do a whole battle network kind of thing to where all the members of the Pokemon Battle Zone on Facebook would get together, uh, link up, play each other, 
trade Pokemon, all of that sort of stuff. So, right. yeah, so on Battle Zone, on Facebook, check it out. Uh, Spider King here will be uh, pretty much heading that section of the zone uh, along with a few others. I'm going to be involved too, but you know, I'm pretty much appointing him as the head honcho of that section. Just as Spider- much as I Captain Spider King. That has a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was going to say? Um, Would you like to touch back on the anime that'll be coming out on uh, Netflix this year? I know we covered JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but then I just, I know I sent that uh, that there's going to be the hero release tomorrow. Yeah, and I appreciate that, honestly, because I was going to, we haven't really uh, mentioned Apex that much, but I meant to. And I appreciate that. Um, I need to pull up. I've got it. The list of anime. Yeah, I want to pull it up myself. But uh, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and let you have the floor. Um, so I know. Let me just list off what's coming out to Netflix that has been announced, right? For 2021. Um, Baki is supposed <laughs> to be um, getting a new season. Yeah. B-Star Season 2 will be coming out as well. Resident yeah, Evil Darkness will be coming out. We've got that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spinoff series, which is going to be a four-parter. And then we also have information on High Rise Invasion, which seems quite interesting. Okay. okay. Now, that's as far as new anime. But check this out. Uh, I just now, uh, like, um, I'm looking at Netflix now, and I noticed some titles that wasn't there before. And okay. I'm looking at this article that pretty much confirmed what uh, I'm seeing. Uh, first of all, I didn't know that Kuroko uh, Basketball was on um, Netflix, but apparently that's being added on that's uh, have been added on the 15th so that's already on netflix uh kuroko's basketball only season one though uh it's 25 episodes uh basically basketball in anime form pretty much it's like haiku but basketball yeah, haiku. Uh, uh hold on guys i'll be right back okay all right okay um uh, seems quite interesting Yeah, uh, Haikyuu's the one with the uh, volleyball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I believe that's also on Netflix, too, if I'm not mistaken. Haikyuu is, yes, Haikyuu is on Netflix. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, both of those are on Netflix now. Demon Slayer will be on it's- the 22nd. And I'm super hyped about that, though I've already seen all of the season. Um, I need to see the... um, I don't remember the name of the train movie, but I know it's about the train that they get on at the end of the season. And it made more money than Spirited Away. Yeah, uh, you mean Mugen Train? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh... Haven't seen it, and I want to see it. 
so bad just just because the hype and the art and everything and like the fact that it made more money than spirited away one of the most famous japanese movies by hayao miyazaki to ever exist from studio ghibli like <laughs> that yeah. was fascinating to me like it must well, be that good. really good or people liked demon slayer so much that they went and invested all of their money as, that they could right and also uh keep in mind that with the whole uh ordeal of 2020 uh a lot of people had more time to sit around and watch movies uh and then comfort their own homes so they were able to sit down and actually watch the movie so it was like funny enough um it kind of killed the theater industry but the streaming service game just skyrocketed ever since <laughs> Like yeah, streaming services just coming out of nowhere. There was like a streaming service for everything. Uh, be the beginning. Season two will be on Netflix this year. Nice. Uh, Godzilla Singular Point season one. It's a Netflix original. Uh, here's one that's uh, even though I haven't really known much about it, but apparently this is a good one that um people uh who is familiar with the manga or whatnot is uh really in uh anticipating. There's the way of the house husband. Uh, and here's a little synopsis here. Uh, Japan's most evil yakuza makes its cutest house husband <laughs> follow Tatsu's journey from underworld legend to domestic bliss when the anime adaption of Kosuke Ono's hit comedy manga The Way of the House Husband premieres in 2021 and it seems like this dude looks really scary but at the same time he has like this bento box of um cute penguin what well, it's like a little, little peeps um rice ball peeps with a uh, Sausage links and um, egg. It looks cute. It's like a cute little bento box, but this dude has like this face like, oh, he, uh, he killed people before. Don't, don't mess with him. Uh, he, it's that kind of vibe. So uh, I think people might like that. Uh, what else uh, coming out? Um, high rise invasion. Um, we already said that's uh, oh god, this one, uh, Spriggan season one. All I'm gonna mention is that it has the CGI that's like reminiscent to uh, Knights of Sidonia, uh, Igen, and I'm just like, uh, I don't know about this one. Uh, I just feel like with CGI anime they don't really do that well but the one that i really enjoyed was uh cyborg 009 call of uh, justice uh mm -hmm. that was pretty good like um not only was the uh, cgi was pretty appealing but oh that ending song beautiful 
uh, just look up Cyborg Zero Zero Nine on Cold Justice ending, and um, it it just sounds so good. Uh, I might even, you know what? I'll, I'll even uh, send you a link. I'll send you a link later on. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, go ahead. Uh, simplify things. Uh, Ultraman season two. Uh, Yasuke, uh, the first black samurai in a uh, Netflix original this year. Uh, a village in danger, a mysterious child warned Daimo, Daimyo, my bad, uh, and the greatest Ronin ever, never known, all clash in a Japan of magic, of uh, magic and mechs. What <laughs> learn. The story of the first African samurai when LaShawn Thomas's Yasuke, voiced by Lakeith Stanfield, arrives this year. Oh, God. I am interested already. I was like, it got Yasuke and Nobunaga Oda? What? Okay. Okay. That's that's going on my list for anime and Netflix. Okay. But, all right. That's as far as anime is concerned uh i do want to talk about midnight gospel like i didn't get around to talk about midnight gospel during our 2020 review and funny enough um human here we managed the uh, midnight gospel zone on facebook check that out because it's basically about like we talk about the human condition, like love, friendship, all sorts of things, you know, like uh, almost like a therapy session online, <laughs> if you can yeah, call it that. It's like we don't want to spread negativity. And that show mm. helped us like realize being negative in a world full of negativity is just going to bring every single other human being down. So why, why wouldn't we want to help people be happy? And the midnight gospel is such a great way to, to show like all these different types of emotions and different ways to enlighten yourself, not to make a reference to the show literally, but it enlightened me. And I've grown such an appreciation for not just Pendleton Ward, but Duncan Trussell in himself for doing something that took seven years to create. Wow. And it was a hit, an instant hit. See, that's, I like that. It's like, uh, I like how it was like an instant hit. Like, I kind of wish the zone was kind of like that too but of course uh i also believe hard work pays off so it's probably going to be like a slow build for us but uh yeah you know midnight gospel i love that show how um it pretty much opened me up to a whole bunch of things like it really made me think uh made me meditate like honestly this year was the most the most time I've spent just dedicating to self-improvement, trying to do better for myself because oof, uh, managing the zone in the past four years, the four, first two years, 
was all right, basically because it was like the first two years, not much was going on. It was like pretty much just building up, and it just felt like it was just me managing it for like the first one or two years. But then I started adding moderators on. I'm adding people like Human and Spreader King onto the podcast, uh, onto the Zone Inner Circle. Um, to help, and- like, to help what? expand popularity and like, um, like information too about like the nerd industry within itself. Right. And um, my thing is, uh, I'll admit that I wasn't perfect at it. Uh, not always perfect at it. Like, um, it was like the idea is there, but I guess I was just dealing with uh, my own personal life and it just felt like a jumbled mess um, trying to get it organized. Uh, and I will admit there was a whole bunch of infighting and drama like i can't deny that and i guess if anything um 2020 kind of hit me um harder than ever before on a spiritual level to where i really had to learn a lot from people like um it was almost as if i had like these rose colored glasses still taped onto my face and then for some reason like mid year i was finally able to just rip those off and just smash it to the ground because i was like i was just seeing things a lot differently now and uh i was almost seeing red a lot like i was just lashing out at people too because it was like i was just so angry at the world because of what i'm learning and what i should have learned years ago like um thinking i'm 29 now and i'm learning things that i should have learned probably like 10 years ago maybe i wouldn't have um been going through what i've been going through but at the same time people would argue that well if that were the case then you wouldn't be the person that you are today but sometimes you gotta wonder would you have been a better person if you made the better choices back then or would you say that you're a better person because of all the fuck-ups that you made uh, up to this point you know what i mean yeah and in that aspect i i see it in a similar way is like i'm personally almost 24 years old and this last year it was the same thing i had glasses taped to my face trying to see it you know the way that you know, my brain or that my surroundings were prevent or forcing me to see, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as those glasses got ripped off of me and smashed, like, I saw the world in a completely different way. I saw myself in a completely different way. And at first it was bad. It was like, wow, like, I can't believe that this is what's happening, that I've done this to myself, that I've, you know, done xyz things for this reason and gotten nothing in return or whatever you know and this the ending of 2020 helped me understand that 
I need to better myself no matter what. And I'm not going to let another person bring me down. And I, what I do want are people who are going to bring me up, who are going to support me, who want the same things as me, who always want better. And it should always be a goal for anybody out there that you should always want better for yourself. Even if like you, you've got your past fuck ups, like that made you the person that you are right now, no matter what. So don't hate yourself for, for the person that you once were or a certain way that you were in a past time or however you may look at it. It's, it's more so you're here now. So be here now. Just like Ram Dass said, be here now. Live in the moment. Do the things that are going to make you happy. And don't bring other people down. If they don't want a part of it, fuck them. You don't need them. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, like, uh, go ahead. Just do the th- just do the things that make you happy. Like learn new hobbies or break the stigma or do anything. You know, like there there's so much that you can do in this world, and everybody has the ability of doing something so great, of changing not just one person's life but thousands of lives even. And that should be the goal is to make an impression, to do your work and to to make the gods happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um it's been quite a year, 2020, like yeah. wise. Because um I, I honestly, I can't say, I can't deny that um, I have a list of problems, like I do, and I'm working on them. Like, I never claim to be perfect. I never claim to be what I've lost. Honestly, I guess you could say that um, I try to make myself look worse. Like, I try to make myself look like the villain on purpose to make people understand that I'm not perfect, like uh, I'm only human, that you have to understand that I'm only one person. I pro- I may be prone to failure, like I may be prone to disappointment. I can't be everything that you expect from me, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I can't promise you that I have the answer to everything, and that's, prob- and that's what um, pretty much got me freaking out the past two years because it felt like people liked me and uh, people just see me as this wise person that they can just run to for whatever. But it just felt like, are y'all really my friends or do y'all just see me as this teacher, mentor uh, type person to where you only want me or you only want to talk to me when you want like advice or some kind of favor or whatnot but um in our darkest hours uh nobody's around that's what bugs me it's like um that's why i kind of like that episode of rick and morty to where um, it was, it was more symbolic than you think. Uh, well, pretty much everybody have an idea about it by now, but that one episode with the, uh, memory, you know, with, um, ah, I know which one you're talking about. 
where Rick yeah. takes away Cordy's memories, and it's um, it was the off episode of Interdimensional Cable. Uh, no, 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 not that one. Um, no, um, it was the uh, it was the one with um. Okay, I'm just gonna throw some at you. I don't know why I can't remember this episode, but it's Get like it. reverse giraffe. Um. It had, uh, it's the one where Mr. Poopy Butthole first um, showed up. Uh, oh, yeah, the total recall episode. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to remember what's the name of the episode. Okay, <laughs> yeah, total recall. To where uh, basically you had all these good memories with all these characters, but they're all fake because, funny enough, it's almost like. Uh, the people who were uh, really real were there for both the good memories and the bad. So my thing was, I took that episode as, it's funny how the realest people in your life is the people that are there for both good and bad times. Not just the good times. Because if it's just the good times, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, when things get shitty, they're gone. And I had to realize that the hard way because it's just so funny how I'm going through so much personal chaos and turmoil and self-destruction. And it just felt like people barely care. Like, okay, some people cared, genuinely cared, and I appreciated them for that. But um, what bugged me was it just felt like we live in a world where oh, uh, nobody really cares about your problems. Like, we all got problems, so just suck it up and be a man. And it's like, people reward stoicism or at least some level of apathy or whatnot um, over, you know, voicing your problems and your emotions and whatnot. It's almost like, especially with men, apparently we're not supposed to be emotional creatures we're supposed to be like purely logical and hard working and it's like oh you could be working yourself ragging it's like nope i'm fine i'm fine and i was like dude you look terrible I'm like no 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 i'm good i'm good bro. i'm good like like you just can't right for me i i personally don't like that society within itself is it puts that stigma on men that you have to be like these like you have to be a wall, a stone wall, in a sense. And I I really don't like that. I think that you should be who you want to be within reason, right? Like, don't go and rape anybody. Don't go and murder another person just because you want to. Like, you should always have your morals straight. And you should never judge another person, male, female, whatever. I don't care. You should never have to sit there and force another person to feel bad about how they feel. Uh, sorry for interrupting, but I'm back, guys. Wonderful. Hey. Welcome back. Oh, I must have missed out on a ton of stuff. Well, uh, we wasn't really getting into a whole lot of talking points. We were just pretty much talking about uh, our growth in 2020, like basically what we uh, reflect and learn from uh that year and pretty much life in general you know 
I see. <laughs> yes, that's so, a good uh, summary. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's like the best way to put it. But um, basically, we were just talking about how uh, us as men, how like uh, it's just so funny how with our trials and tribulations, we're the main ones that can't complain. Like we. Uh, we we have to be naturally stoic about our problems. Like we just have to bottle it up. Uh, whatever anger or depression that you have it at, uh, just bottle it up. It doesn't Relatable. matter. If you're like yourself ragged at work, like me working like fifty hours a week. Doesn't matter. Just pretend everything's all right, and chances are it's going to be all right. Just don't talk about it. Don't complain about it. That's pretty much what we were um, touching on. <laughs> Right, right. But uh, we're just saying, like, um, honestly, I kind of get it because, like, it kind of shows a sense of strength, patience, long suffering. There is some virtue to it, but what where things go wrong is when people like add this chemical X, which is like apathy, to where it's like, oh, we just shouldn't care how people think or feel like see that's what the main thing bugs me when people are like you shouldn't care what anyone thinks like to a degree yes i agree with that but i feel like that should be reworded like i think if you reword that because people are going to take that the wrong way and just be like completely apathetic and they just become toxic people like sure. reword that's actually say, a really statement that, that's actually a very, very good statement. Rather, don't care about what, like, or not necessarily even don't care. Do the things that you do just because, like, it's the right thing to do, you know? And do it because it's what you want to do, not because someone wants you to do it or is making you do it. Yeah, like I was gonna say, uh, instead of saying I don't care what you think, be more like I hear what you're saying, but I feel like this is my choice, or like basically just don't come off stand off about it. Like uh, I'm trying to get it across, but um, no, just- I. I don't- mean like i like tell them that you understand what they're they're saying and whatnot and like you hear their side and their opinion or their perspective or however it may be and explain why this is still how you feel about it it's it's just like having a casual debate in a sense right right well hold on i got an idea uh i i figured out like say for instance uh it's mainly with negative uh commentary or criticism whatnot that's where it really um counts because of course you will um welcome positive feedback positive uh constructive criticism whatnot like nothing's wrong with that but um the problem is when it's like when it comes to negative negativity like when people are like oh well you shouldn't care what people think like um when it's come to negative commentary like uh because here's the thing um sometimes negative commentary isn't always negative uh it's only considered antagonistic 
like antagonistic is actually neutral where negative is like more offensive like let me try to explain um let's say for instance uh i said that uh, saying you're ugly that's just negative and offensive and it's supposed to like bring you down but uh if i said you're toxic that's just kind of antagonistic it's almost like yes um i am opposing you but i'm not opposing you just to bring you down i'm opposing you just to make you acknowledge what you what you're doing um and it's not supposed to be taking in a negative or just to condescend you or anything like that it's just yo you need to um check your behavior because you're just coming off as this toxic person this toxic personality and you need to fix that like it's almost like uh it's one thing to just bully somebody but it's another thing to stand up to somebody for their sake with a counter argument and uh that's when people get it all mixed up saying like oh well i shouldn't care what you think like i'm just gonna do me like uh it's almost like there's like this mindset of ignorance that goes on it's almost like they just pretty much block out the uh they just block out the um opinions of others like if it's not constructive if it doesn't help then it shouldn't matter that much is what i'm trying to say it's almost like uh take it with a grain of salt or it's more like you can't acknowledge it, but don't let it weigh too heavy on your mind. Uh, ultimately, it is your life, your choice. It's weird, but I just can't agree with the whole you shouldn't care what anyone thinks because that feels like a double-edged sword mentality to where uh, sometimes you're going to have to care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm trying to say. It's like there's just sometimes... I'm just trying to look out for you, but you're just blowing me off like uh, you're not doing anything wrong. Uh, that's what I'm trying to get across. Like, uh, oh, that makes sense. That's like saying, like, yes, I am being antagonistic but i'm trying to tell you that you should grow a set of balls and be more confident or whatnot but uh don't just like bro like i'm actually looking out for you uh i'm not trying to be toxic like uh, i'm not trying to uh bring you down but i'm actually trying to make you see that yo like you don't see any error in your behavior like <sighs> yeah uh, <laughs> this is what happens when you rift on a podcast uh, let's go ahead and get into some more of these uh, talking points <laughs> but uh, before I do that uh Please 
all listeners, if you're still with us, <laughs> uh, check out the uh, Sleepy Warriors podcast that's uh, headed by Human C137 here. Uh, take a listen because I'm definitely going to be guest starring here and there. So uh, do check that out because we're going to have conversations like that a lot on that podcast. Basically, my podcast can be comparable to like the Joe Rogan experience or the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, um, where we talk about different topics. Like my first topic that I did for my first episode that I released last week. Um, and thank you yet again for helping me set that up, Irvin. I truly appreciate it. Of course. Now, but uh, um, I was just going to say that we'll talk about different topics. And for you and I, for our topic, um, our first topic will be about like, like essentially, you know how you and I still haven't met each other in person. And I still consider you to be one of my closest friends. We've been friends for going on three, probably like four years now. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And it doesn't feel like four years, but it has been four years. Like, wow. I know. It's crazy. And like, it's it's like like social media and video gaming and the entertainment industry within itself, it can bring so many people together. And, like, you can meet so many amazing people, and there are positive aspects about being in the gaming industry or on social media as much as, like, you know, I shitpost on Facebook or whatever, you know? Like, there there isn't necessarily a bad thing with it. And that's basically what our topic will be, is how, how these kinds of communities can actually be positive. Yeah, like, uh, honestly... Uh, we do have some offensive humor, like sometimes, um, we can't be kind of assholes, but it's all love, man. Like at the end of the day, we're just joking around man. we're not really trying to be offensive on purpose, but sometimes with social media, you can't really tell. It's like, that's why I'd be having these falling out with, um, some of these people. It's almost like, uh, some people, you can't tell if they're just playing with you or if they're just legitimately an asshole because uh usually people have like a tell where i was like okay i can just tell that uh this just your sense of humor so i'm i'm cool with it but uh some dudes just nope it's like you just no telling if he's just being an asshole or not so i'm glad i just can't i can't uh, i don't trust you man um me personally like uh i try to make sure that uh if I have any offensive humor or if I say anything that's kind of like out of line, like most line, most of the time it's just, you know, for the jokes, like usually I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody to any degree, because as a dude that's been bullied, like almost all his life, I'm the last person. Well, not the last person, but I'm definitely not one to talk about any flaws in people's character or appearances. So I really can't talk. But, you know, I got jokes, too. Like, I got jokes. And but, that's um, the that's thing much, that's going I, I'd like to talk about that is, like, who the hell is perfect other than, you know, higher beings? No one. Right. No one on this earth is perfect. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make poor choices. You're going to, you know, do something stupid or whatever. It 
that's what makes you human. So like you have to you have to give yourself the same amount of respect that you would have to give other people that they are not perfect, you know. And it's just really important to keep that in mind because like if you're sitting there thinking like oh that's because you didn't do this 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 you're like the worst human being possible like to an extent that could be true but for the most part no that isn't true you're a human being and you're still gonna make stupid things happen to yourself it could affect other people and shit happens. You just got to let that shit go. Right. Like, honestly, uh, I'm going to um, try to make a segue to some movies and TV shows and try to wrap up this episode in like 15 minutes. But uh, I was just going to say that uh, funny enough, I'm going to mention that how with Superman, a lot of people just assumed he was like this perfect being, but at the same time, a lot of people were feared him and kind of hated him because it was almost like he just seemed like such a perfect being that uh, it's almost like they were jealous of him. Like, uh, and it just goes to show how a lot of people probably will hate you um, the more perfect you are. And that's how it's like some people try to attack you or tear you down or try to test you because in reality, some people just don't like how you're such a good person. They just can't believe that you're just this good person. They got to be like some kind of flaw about you. So they just try to uh, dig at you, like kind of, you know, try to poke and prod at you, like uh, with the whole bullying thing, like. I mean, I'm not saying I was, like, the most handsome kid and whatnot, but, like, you know, uh, a lot of people uh, were saying around saying that I was so smart, but I was like, eh, not that smart. I'm like, I'm a B-plus student at best. Come on, guys. Like, don't don't flatter me that much. Um, but, you know, I got picked on for a number of things that I just don't want to even get into, honestly. Um, That's okay. Yeah, but uh, you know, I had to deal with it. I I can't let the past be my present, so I'm definitely trying to build myself up to be the best version of myself. But I can't deny my mistakes. I can't deny saying that I have my regrets. Like there are some bridges I'm glad I burned, and there are some bridges I wish I haven't. Like. There are some things I wish I never said. There's some things I wish I never done. I'm not perfect, but hey, if y'all are still gonna uh, stay with me in the long haul, I promise I'm gonna try to make it worthwhile for everybody because I don't believe in succeeding just for myself. I believe in succeeding so much that I want my whole family and friends get this shower of success under my umbrella. It's almost like if I'm making like millions of dollars, I'm just going to be walking up to my friend's door and be like, hey man, I heard you don't got no money. Here's some money. <laughs> just throw some money in their face, like thousands of dollars. Like, yeah, you need some money. <laughs> Have some money. Yeah, I'll be that guy. But, uh, 
yeah, like I'm not perfect, but I'm doing the best I can. But uh, speaking of superheroes, uh, let's talk about how Deadpool three. They're not only trying to get that out there, but you know, with the MCU being owned by Disney now, and they're saying that uh, Deadpool three is going to be part of the MCU and R rated, like. Uh, uh, happy about that? Go ahead. Will you, Chief, go for it? Oh, me? Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. I'll do it. Uh, basically, with Deadpool 3, uh, I am excited about it, of course, because, you know, with the first two movies, it was so great that I'm hoping they don't mess it up with the third movie because, you know, kind of like with Spider-Man 3 on the Tobey Maguire one, where it's like, you know, with Venom, I was so hyped for that because I'm a big Venom fan. But uh, it's like when I first came out, it was like as a kid, I claimed to love it. Simply because, you know, with Venom and all that, but in later years, you just find out that uh, it's actually kind of, and I'm kind of hoping it doesn't have the same effect with Deadpool 3 to where uh, hopefully uh, it doesn't do the whole thing where, okay, this is pretty much trash and it kind of like an insult to the whole trilogy. So uh, I'm really hoping. Deadpool 3 does its thing with that. And uh, also, another movie I want to talk about, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, how funny was it seeing um, King Kong just smash into um, Godzilla like Detroit Can't fucking wait for it. It's going to be fucking awesome. Right. Uh, when's it coming out again? March 26th. March 26th. Okay, okay, okay. Not, not All right, March 26th. Godzilla versus Kong. Check it and out. That time I, <clears throat> I, I, like, and, um, I was kind of holding off on not getting HBO Max, but now that I found out it's coming to theaters and HBO Max, I have no choice. Well, oh, theaters yeah. are going to be by March 26th? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't I don't believe um, a lot of people are gonna go out and see the movie when they just get it for HBO Max. Like I already have HBO Max um and uh I I don't know what to say. Like it's good so far, but I'm really waiting on when they add Young Justice and all those other DC works onto it. Now that um that DC universe app I knew that was gonna um uh, work out that well. So I knew they were gonna have to like merge it with HBO Max because that would be the power move and I just love how I pretty much predicted that and I was like yes they're merging it now HBO Max is well even more worth it to me to where now you can watch watch, um, Young Justice uh, Titans and all those other shows that you weren't able to see outside of you know damn (laughs) One show I'm not excited for would have to be the new Space Jam movie. 
Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not what? excited to see that coming. Yeah, Space Jam Wait. 2. No. Yep. Yeah. No. I'm at HBO Max and I'm like, no, yeah. No. Just left it be. Yeah. They're trying to be modern and all that. This is unsatisfactory yeah. for me. Yeah, because we were always saying like uh Space Jam is already classic enough. Leave it alone. Uh that's kinda like uh like okay. Any of y'all seen Undercover Brother by chance? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Stevie, you have um, all right. One of you have one of you have. Okay. My point being, Undercover Brother was a pretty good movie, in my opinion. But when they tried to do a sequel, it was just so messy i just cannot approve like it's like it took them years to come out with a sequel and it was just so terrible that i just can't so it's the same thing with space jam too it's almost like just leave it alone bro like why are y'all doing this like we didn't we didn't ask for a space jam too nobody asked for a space jam too come on Think human? I got muted. I don't know. That was one hundred percent accurate. Nobody asked for that. I thought I didn't have myself muted when I said that. I apologize. No, no, no. It's cool. Uh, well, um, yeah, that's pretty much our thing. But uh, let's go ahead and try to wrap up this episode with one last topic. And uh, human, I'm gonna have to ask y'all to uh, take a back seat to this one because. This is one topic I've been waiting to unload since I watched it yesterday. I'm gonna get into one division. Oh, uh, oh yeah. And now oh. I'm not gonna I'm just gonna give you some um highlights to where basically I want y'all to pay attention to these parts and y'all see for yourselves from there. And keep in mind it'll take an hour. To watch both episodes. All right. Uh, mm. I'm back. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, basically, with one division, uh, with one division, it's like they try to make it model like uh, I Love Lucy, uh, the Dick Van Dyke show, and all that. But there was a whole Dick lot Van of Marvel. Uh, anyways, uh, okay. Um, anyways, with one division, uh, there's uh, some significant um parts into the to uh, the two episodes that uh kind of stuck out. Uh, and all I'm gonna say is just pay close attention to the toaster, the watch, the wine bottle, the mm-hmm. helicopter, the beekeeper, and the dinner. Oh, yeah, it's also the radio and whatnot. There's a whole lot, honestly, but uh, uh, we'll get back into one division. Once you know our team, like actually watched the episodes, but uh, to everyone watching, Wandavision, 
get into it because uh get into it because that shit gets through. freaky. Yeah. Yeah. But uh let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh again, I'm Jet Black Extreme of the Zealot of Nerd Entertainment, and we have Human C137 and also Spider King. And we are wishing you a good day. <laughs>